Hey folks, welcome back to the Prepper Post News. I'm Perrin Lovett and today is Thursday, November 18th, 2021. Back to our full length episodes today following the great non-Perrin vacation rush. Thank you for listening and or watching. As always, today's show notes with all of the articles we talk about, except for my, my little story, uh, can be found at uh, freedomprepper.com. Actually, I guess my a picture for my story will be found there. Anyway, we uh, and also today being Thursday and me being really off schedule this week because of trying to accommodate the schedules of others, um, we may we're anxiously awaiting the uh, the verdict in the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse show trial. So uh, as soon as that comes in, it may have already come in by now. Um, if I can catch it, I'll reshoot, re-edit. If not, I'll just put something up at fp.com or at the community. Now let's get into some, uh, some headlines. Uh, there's a, who is this? Got a double link here you can follow along about the uh, not vaccines and the uh, the virus. Normally a vaccine is developed to cure a disease, whether it's caused by a virus, a bacteria, or anything else. Uh, these, this, uh, this not vaccine was of course developed to uh, exacerbate or recreate the virus or make it much worse. And that's exactly what it's doing. Uh, it is the vector for all these uh, new outbreaks, the surges, the variants, all this nonsense. And that's, that's becoming patently obvious. And as, I, as I've been saying the past few days, past few weeks, at least people are studying this stuff now. Two words, two words about this, uh, this evil. Diamond princess. Uh, you know, you, you had thousands of people trapped on a cruise ship. And uh, in my mind, being on any cruise ship is being trapped on a cruise ship. Yet only about 20% of them got sick with the coronavirus. You'll, you'll remember this early last year. Well, in such uh, you know close quarters, everybody was exposed to it. Why was it that 80% of the people were asymptomatic or you know didn't even you know didn't even bother with a test? Well, because you know as with most viruses. 80-90% of the people have some degree of immunity anyway. And that's the pattern with this one. You, you don't even know you have it. Um, so, with all the people getting vaccinated, with all the AD effects and, uh, and, and other maladies, all of these lockdowns you know, that they're doing in Austria and everywhere else of the unvaccinated only, that's, uh, that's going to fail. Um, you know, if, if, any, if anything, it'll protect us, the UV, our yellow star UV folks, um, because we won't be around all these super spreaders and uh, we won't have to put up with the, uh, the cleanup in their wake. There's, there's gonna be, this is going to be a very interesting and messy winter. Uh, cold and flu season is probably going to hit especially hard for unknown reasons. And, uh, you know, they, I'm sure they have their narratives ready, try to shift the blame. Uh, the good news is, it, it, the worst case scenario of people, you know, absolutely dropping dead, we're not not really seeing that. It's not case uh, Nightmare Kitty, um, but, but, you know, if you keep taking the third, fourth shot and you get the boosters and the pills, 
who knows? So get off the crazy train and hopefully this thing will run its course uh, and go away. Uh, you're wise to refuse any of these mandates, which are, which of course, you know, even in the uh, even in the U.S. court system, they're they're meeting with uh, rather substantial challenges. The Fifth Circuit and their grave concerns about the legality of these illegal mandates that you know may or may not actually be codified somewhere. The Oklahoma National Guard is resisting. They have a new adjunct general uh, who's just said, "No, we're not going to follow Washington order." You know, no. None of our troops will have to be mandated. Um, that would, that's, that's very wise, and that might lead towards uh, the reassertion of the, those old states' rights. Check that out. Uh, the Air Force Times took a, took a break from covering the dra drag queen shows to, uh, to bring you that one. It would also be wise, wherever you are, to uh, you know, if you're a Christian minister of some kind, maybe wise not to uh, to bow down and uh, convert to Islam uh, in the face of a massive homo globo conquest of whatever your country. We've got a Swedish pastor. Sweden is being invaded, has been invaded. Uh, there's a, you know, we're waiting on the old Vikings to stand up and uh, repel the invaders. But in the meanwhile, a uh, Christian pastor has converted uh, and uh, the American Spectator has a story this is the way the world ends, or at least the civilized Christian world. So keep a close eye on that. Our feature story today is about a Christian European country that uh, is doing anything but bending. So I've been promising this, so we've, we've got time. So anyway, I'll take a break here and tell you a little story. This, this is a prepper can do low grade survival stuff. I have to remember this because I'm always forgetful. Uh, last week or the week before, I, I needed to cut my fingernails, and I kept forgetting. So, But I did remember to go to the gym one day, and it was a very strenuous workout. So when I got back to the car, I reached down to the cup holder, grabbed the old water bottle, but I didn't have the cap screwed on entirely. So when I squeezed it with all that, you know, that, that strength, uh, water just you know, went everywhere all over the, uh, the passenger seat. And I had to clean it up. I had the gym bag. I had a towel there. The towel was in mint condition because it wasn't that strenuous of a workout. And so I was wiping down everything, drying, and I, I got to the, the center console next to the shifter. There's a little compartment where I just keep some spare stuff, backups to the backup. And the, uh, the, the towel knocked up what? Well, this little pair of uh, cheap nail clippers. And I remembered, wait a minute. I was supposed to do something, so that reminded me right then and there to cut my nails. The moral of the story is two things. One, if something bad happens, like spilling milk or spilling water in the car, maybe it's not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe it was meant to happen so that you'll remember to do something good. And also, be prepared. Have your backup nail clippers in, in the same compartment. I pulled all this stuff out. You, you can always use an extra ace comb or an unbreakable or another brand of uh, cheap uh, vulcanized rubber hair comb. If you want to, you know, look pretty for the uh, the ladies in your life. Ladies, you would have a hairbrush. You also have a very small paper clip in case Buddy leaves a big stack of notes and you have to clip them all together. Also, speaking of small things, this is uh, maybe the world's smallest buck knife. It's a real... Or does it say buck? Buck. It's a very small buck knife. The smallest of the knives. 
It's, it's about one of six or seven blades in the bug out vehicle. And also, this is this is something everybody should have. It's uh, it's it's standing up like a little uh, robot right now, but it's it's a multi tool. Has all kind of uh, drivers, and it's got a uh, little wrench with a hex head, and some other cool stuff. A micro screwdriver. Has a very 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 small ruler, and uh, this small enough to fit in the pocket. This is the backup to the uh, the Leatherman, the the big survival tool is uh, in the toolbox, which is inside the other box in the back, but you never know when this stuff is going to come in handy. Anyway, just uh, just things we have lying around that can help out when you finally remember. I'm going to move this right along now. There's a picture. I hope this was popular. I hope that helped somebody. Now let's talk about uh, everybody's favorite subject, war. All over the place. Um, before and this is the, uh, the uh, today's feature story as well. The usual suspects. I saw a story in the Associated Prestitute Media. The usual suspect war criminals who commit crimes against humanity on a regular daily basis are upset that uh, al Islam El Qaddafi, the son of Muammar Qaddafi, is now running, I think, for president in Libya. Uh, that he's doing so even though he stands accused of committing crimes against humanity. Who has accused him? Well, the usual suspect who go around doing things like committing crimes against humanity. The same kind of people that brought you, I don't know, the corona hoax, whereas Gaddafi, um, I can't really remember what his role in his uh, father's administration was. Uh, his father, of course, brought you things like the, uh, the great man-made river, probably never heard of that. Look it up. A uh, engineering marvel. Large, I think it's the largest irrigation project in the world. Um, but uh, Sif, or Sef, whatever his name is, uh, was kind of a negotiator. But anyway, I, you know, good, good for you Libyans. The ICC has a warrant out for him. I would urge the ICC to put that aside and maybe look at names. You'll forget Gaddafi. Look at names like, I don't know, Fauci or Biden or, um, you know, Schwab, Gates, those kind of names. They, they commit crimes, too. Um, anyway, Covert Action Magazine has a uh, long, excellent story about how the USSA lost Central Asia. I, I imagine Central Asia is, is still right there in the central portion, but we, we've lost our grip on it even after being over there for decades and decades and decades, wasting lives and money and goodwill and resources. Uh, check, read through that. Uh, there's a lot to unpack there. Take a special look at the uh, Girardi uh, Edmonds interview. And then I've got, a, I pulled a map out of it, a map of the whole globe, which has the cocaine and opiate routes, where this, where the dope come from, comes from and where it goes and it comes from uh the tropics you know you know where cocaine comes from opium comes from places like i don't know afghanistan hey maybe there was a reason we were there <clears throat> this graphic by the way comes from the central intelligence agency but has the distribution where this stuff goes and they pull it out of the production sites and they make sure they make sure it goes everywhere you follow this stuff it, it wherever you are it comes to a town near you 
with a couple of notable exceptions. Um, there are two very large Asian countries that, uh, that don't receive a lot of this stuff, or at least they're not on the map. Those would be Russia and China. Now, if you've been following the news the past five years, somebody is now sour on China, whereas they were really big on China before. The same people have been sour on Russia since Trotsky was given the boot uh, almost a century ago. Interesting that uh, the same people that, you know, cry war crimes on you but not on them, the same people that want to give you a jab also may or may not spread dope all around the world. I know the libertarians are very happy about that. Apparently in China and Russia, they're not. They Now, they have drug problems, but they, uh, unlike the rest of the world, they will do whatever it takes to uh, crack down on this. They also have the wherewithal and the resources to keep the big flows out. They have the, uh, if necessary, the military capability to, to stop this stuff from freely spreading into their societies and destroying them the way all that crap does. So just take a look at that. Very interesting. And speaking of Russia, Russia, remember Russia? Russia, Russia, Russia. Everything was about Russia. Some of you, you probably have that liberal friend who, I don't know, he wakes up late and catches the, the tail end of NPR. He still thinks that there's a big Russia probe, you know, aimed at Trump. Not that all of them have backfired and, you know, well, whatever. But anyway, back to Russia. Our friend Vox Day took a look at uh, Operation Bar Bar Barbarossa and the uh, the book and the concept Stalin's War. I'll just uh, wait 13 minutes. I'll let you read through that. Very interesting. Speaking of Russia, speaking of Russia again, uh, Dr. Roberts has a nice little write-up about how we've you know this we've essentially switched places with them. He talks about in you know 1970. 50 years ago, you asked the average American, you know, what makes us different than, uh, than the, the people in the Soviet Union? They'd say, well, you know, we have freedom and they can elaborate on it, you know, all, all different kinds of ways. Today, you know, the old timers might be tempted to start by saying, well, we got free. Uh, well, you haven't heard Lee Greenwood much lately these past two years, have you? Because the, uh, the flag no longer stands for freedom and yeah, they, they took it away, except in Russia. Uh, it's weird, and it's weird that they in China and Iran and everybody else is being scapegoated by the for hostile foreign elites that run America and hate everybody. Um, we know who they serve, um, and they're more than happy to lump you in. You are the enemy of your government just as much as the, uh, the non-enemies in all these uh, foreign countries now. RT has a write-up and an interview with uh, Glenn Greenwald. Uh, who's, you know, does a fantastic job of covering this stuff. I have embedded today's embeddable video from YouTube. You, you can listen to, to, uh, to Glenn talk about things like the 1-6, uh, the, the J-6 hoax, with all these other hoaxes. Um, and uh, the targeting is obvious. And, he, and they're using war on terrorism tactics that have been built up for decades I'm so proud of the fact that back in the day when they unleashed all these these cool new laws and uh, toys and tactics, I, I was one of the few people that said, well, hey, that's great, assuming what you're saying is true, but uh, now that this is out, what's to ever stop it from being used against us? And, you know, that's one of those things you ask that question and it's just met with laughter. Well, I mean, we're in charge. It's okay. 
You're not. You're not now. But anyway, well, I'm sure we'll all be fine. Why will we be fine? Well, because, like, I'll be fine because I'm wearing the cool Freedom Roasters Coffee t-shirt. You can get yours today. It's under the apparel button at freedomroasterscoffee.com. That's today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is not Multitools and Ace. That's just something I happen to have lying around. Uh, you can go to freedomroasterscoffee.com, order coffee and the apparel to show your pride in the coffee. So go there now. I'll pause. Hang on. That freedomroasterscoffee.com. Thank you for emptying out your uh, checking account or and or credit card. Makes great, great stocking stuffers. You can, uh, all these little multi-tools, these are like cheap, these are cheap little things. Even the buck knife. I don't know where I got that, but cheap stuff, you know, give it to, uh, give it to friends and loved ones. Let them know how much you care about them. Wrap it up. You, like I said before, you can take one of these t-shirts, tie up the sleeves and the neck. It makes a lovely stocking to stuff full of coffee, water filters, and uh, solar chargers. So check that out. If, and you may need some of this stuff because here we go with Poland, Belarus, Ukraine, and believe it or not, Russia, Russia, Russia. Is this going to be the uh, the empire's final foreign adventure? I uh, I'm still hopeful, optimistic that uh, the cooler heads are going to prevail, at least in Russia and China, and everywhere else, uh, and that this will uh, blow over. So uh, I've got two stories here, and there are a lot of others. Um, and this this really it's not just about Poland and NATO being invaded by. In, incompatible migrants that's that that's what's happening that's probably a diversion you know you're looking you're the way you're looking at the map this is Poland you got Belarus and you got Ukraine they're putting the action up here the action is uh, really over on the uh, the border uh, of uh, Russia and Ukraine troop buildups uh, some uh, unpleasantness among kissing cousins not a whole lot for us to get worried about uh, that, but they, of course, want us to worry about it because it does involve, in any way, Russia, who they hate. So, uh, and, and these are, our enemies are folks that love the concept of let's you and him fight. So, uh, but we're probably not able to. If there's a war over there, just kind of skimming through this stuff, it'll probably be limited to just over there. And it'll, if Russia invades Ukraine, it'll be over quick. You know, Ukraine, um, you know, in or ordinary previous times their leadership would have been a disgrace color revolution who's in charge it's literally a comedian a television comedian uh, who I, I don't even think he's Ukrainian it would be like having Jerry Seinfeld put into uh, into the Oval Office it would have been funny you know even last year but now we have something much worse in the, uh, the White House but uh, anyway Let's see here, and here's here's the uh, here, here's the catch. Let me now I get to that. I've got I've got a link from. Uh, I'll just take this kind of out of order. So you had all these people. They're not they're not from Eastern Europe. These are folks from the Middle East, Southeast Asia, and Africa. That you know the refugees that we've got to help because they bring so much economy draining. Uh, dysgenic nonsense with them. Got to have them. Uh, for the past, you know, 50 years, America's been flooded with them. 
uh, the past five to 10 years, Angela Merkel and the rest of the criminals have been ever so happy to get as many of these folks into Europe as possible. Now, all of a sudden, it's a problem. Why? And it's just a few thousand of these folks. They were the same way that people get into Texas from God knows where across oceans, you know, evil people are our enemies. <coughs> George <coughs> Soros, <coughs> pick, they pick them up, they fly them in. So they flew them to Belarus and they dumped them at the border. Poland doesn't allow refugees. They don't, they don't like incompatible people at all. That's why it's a uh, almost 99 plus percent homogenous Polish Catholic nation. And they are intend, they intend to keep it that way. So you've got this brouhaha at the border and it appears that Belarus would be pushing these people forward. Poland, of course, has put up the, the razor wire and they've got troops on the ground. They're holding them back. But the interesting thing is the rest of the EU now seems to want to back Poland up, build a wall, send troops, and stop these migrants that previously they thought were the best thing in the world. Isn't that odd? It's almost like somebody's trying to divert attention or stoke and behind Belarus, they're blaming Russia. You know, stoke tension so you can get a uh, the neocons wet dream come true of a war with Russia that is just, not just playing with fire, but with nuclear fire. The good news for Poland is, uh, I mentioned this, I wrote, I actually wrote a book last year about uh, civilized relocation options for the uh, the Gen Z set. And the, and the only people that I know who have been interested in it are the very boomers that I said, you, know, you can't go, I'm not allowed. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even allow myself to go because we, we take too much with us, especially, you know, especially people that, well, whatever. Um, but Poland, they're serious about maintaining their identity and their culture. And they have, uh, they've reconstituted their, their version of the National Guard, their reserve military into a giant border uh, patrol force. And I've got a story from Gazeta Polska that just, dear Lord, what happened there? This computer out of control. I, I said George Soros, and now he's taking over my computer. The SG, the border guard, um, they, they, they are intercepting hundreds of these folks that are cutting fences and coming over. It hasn't gotten really hot yet. If they wanted to, they could be done with this in about three minutes. They're, they're being cool and collective and uh, they're enjoying the, uh, the assistance from Brussels and from London, whereas previously they've, you know, they, they've been rejecting migrants as long as idiots like uh, Macron and Merkel have been taking them, catching a lot of heat for that. Um, and I skipped over the other thing. They're, they're talking about Article 4 in NATO, you know, an attack on, Belarus is not a NATO country, Poland is. An attack on one NATO country is an attack on all. Article 4 is where they get together and start uh, one, the subject country, in this case Poland, presents the claim that, hey, our, our territory is uh, being endangered by a foreign invasion. All y'all had better get ready to help us or go ahead and start helping us. Um, it's interesting that this, this same bunch of people in Europe and in the U.S. are so concerned about a border being crossed when you have this pathetic, fake, green screen, mentally ill, gas-spewing cartoon in the White House who's paying $450,000 a pop for people who intentionally cross our border. Um, doesn't add up. To me, it all points to, uh, to, uh, to Ukraine. 
and you know the uh, trying to find some some way to stoke tensions with Russia somewhere. Black Sea, Ukraine, Belarus. I, I think they would they would take whatever they could get. And the mainstream media is now starting to run the craziest the craziest stories. They're they're saying we're shipping in hypersonic missiles uh, for nuclear warheads to Germany uh, so we can hit Moscow quick. Uh, it, it's it's not 1980 and it's not a video game anymore. Uh, the UK is sending paratroopers, hundreds of them. That'll slow down the 100,000 Russian soldiers for about a second. Um, you know, they're talking about, you know, space-based anti-satellite warfare. All the crazy stuff is coming out. Again, I'm hopeful that this will blow over. But the great thing to watch is the way the polls, and if you can find honest Polish news, Gazeta Polska is one place, um, they're not all that concerned, and they've been ready for this. They knew this was coming. They're ready on their part. Now, are the rest of us ready on our part? And because, you know, in their beautiful nation, the people have put the government in charge, and the government protects the people. Here, it's just a wee bit different. They don't care about us. They don't care about the Russians or anybody else. I mean, we're than happy to have a war. Anyway, that's... Uh, it's a mess, but I think it's going to work itself out. And if it gets hot, it won't get that hot. And if we wade into it too deeply, then, uh, you know, every empire has that, uh, that Syracuse expedition. So, um, it's, it's a, it's a no lose, no win thing that just is. So anyway, we'll keep an eye on that. I'll let you know, uh, what comes of Kyle's case. I hope you're following the link that I put up to the, uh, the daily coverage. Thank you for joining us. Glad to be back in full form. Running a little long. Perrin Lovett signing out for another edition of the Prepper Post News.